So today's daf is Kuf Vav. We are eight lines from the top of Kuf Vav Amud Aleph, which is where we left off on Shabbat day. And with, where it says Tanua Banan, very fam- continuing very famous sugyot of uh, Kiddush. Many of these are very well known. Tanura Banan, the rabbis taught, Zechor at Yom HaShabbat Lekadisho. Zechor at Yom HaShabbat Lekadisho means remember the Shabbat to sanctify it. Now, the simple meaning of that is that a person has to remember Shabbat, uh, you know, it meaning to say, a person would read that to, to mean remember to keep Shabbat, be aware of Shabbat, put it at the forefront of your mind, that's what it means. But uh, the rabbis interpreted that to mean uh, a mitzvah to declare the specialness and the sanctity of Shabbat. And furthermore, not only is it a mitzvah to articulate, to say that Shabbat is distinct and special, that's a mitzvah from the Torah to remember it. Just like when we remember Amalek, when we say Zachor, when we're speaking about Amalek, it means to actually verbalize it, to say something. So we also have to say something uh, for Shabbat. But most of the rabbis understand this to be, an, that, that saying it on wine, reciting the Kiddush on wine is only Dirabanan. Saying something is deraita, but reciting it on wine is is derabanan. But they learn it from the pasuk. That you have to make this uh, declaration over wine, and the Tosafot brings um, psukim from Navi from Tanakh where uh, remembrance is associated with wine to support this idea. That's uh, that tells me about the daytime. But balai laminayin. How do I know? That, uh, that I also have to make Kiddush at night. So in other words, the, it says, So first the Brayta says, that only tells me that, uh, that I have to say Kiddush in the, in the daytime. How do I know that I also have to say Kiddush at the nighttime? Talmud Lomar, so that's why it says, So the, um, so they're saying that the, uh, that really you would have thought the assumption of the Gemara is that you would have thought that, uh, Kiddush is only on the daytime. But the extra word, the Kaddisho, comes to tell you that, uh, uh, that it, it, you have to do it at the nighttime as well. So the Gemara asks, you started with the assumption that the daytime Kiddush is what the Pasuk is talking about, and you asked, how do I know that I also have to say Kiddush at night? But Adarabai Ikar Kiddusha Balailahu. That the, uh, the, um, that Balailahu Kaddish, the Ki Kaddish, Chilat Yomabai Le Kaddushay. So, uh, so the, um, so it says, first of all, the, uh, the, the real Ikar Kiddush, the main Kiddush that a person has to say is the Kiddush of the nighttime because that's when the Shabbat begins. So really, Kiddush of the nighttime is the primary Kiddush, number one, right? So he says, first of all, Ikar Kiddusha Balailahu Kaddish, Diki Kaddish Tchilat Kiddusha. He has to really start saying the, the de- declaration of the day and the Kiddush at the beginning of the day, which is the nighttime. Vitu, Balaila Minayat, Amunabar Zacholat Yom, that Tanam Mehadera Laila, Vekan Nasib Lekadi Mama. That it, it's sort of strange because the, the Tanam brings to support the idea that you have to have Kiddush at night. The Pasukat says, Zachor at Yom HaShabbat. I was interpreting it as meaning that maybe Lekadisho, the extra word, helps uh, to support it. But really, the Gemara is saying, no, Zachor at Yom HaShabbat. They're saying that that's, um, the word, that that Pasuk comes to include the nighttime. But the problem is, 
that it says Yom explicit, explicitly, so if anything, that should support the idea that it's only Bayom and not Balayla. Meaning if you're going to make, an, if the Gemara's assumption or the Tana's assumption is that daytime is primary and not night, so then the words Achoret Yom Shabbat should support that and exclude the night. So how are you learning the night from that? So there's two real, real questions here. Question number one is really the nighttime should be the primary Kiddush because that's the beginning of Shabbat. Number two, um, the, and, and, and number two, the Pasuk, um, that the Tana is bringing doesn't seem to support including the nighttime. So what's going on in this Brayta? Right? So therefore, so uh, this is really what the Brayta should say. What really it should say is remember the Shabbat to sanctify it, remember it on wine when it comes in, meaning at the nighttime is really what it should have said. Right? That's really what the Brayta should have said. And Eliela Balayla, and it should have said, I only know at night, but Yom Yom That's so the Brita it completely basically revises the Brita, changes the Brita and edit it, edits it to fit with our conception of what is correct. So the way that the Brita appeared originally sounded like the daytime is primary, and then used the Pasuk about daytime to prove the nighttime. So these were two problems. So the Gemara corrects the Brita to say, no, really what it meant was Yom means you have to remember it when it comes in, when it begin, begins to be sanctified. That's number one. How do we know also during the daytime? Because it says Yom Shabbat. Fine. Now it says Bayom Maimivarech. What does he have to say in the daytime? Right? So uh uh, so the Amar of Yehuda, Borei Priya Gefen. All he has to say is Borei Priya Gefen, and that's what we know. Really, the psukim that we say before the kiddush um, in the in the daytime are just extra. Really, the fundamental mitzvah is to say Borei Priya Gefen. Ravashi klalem mechosa. One time, Ravashi visited mechosa. Amru lekadish lan mor kiddusha rabba. They said, please say for us kiddusha rabba. Kiddusha rabba is the daytime kiddush. Now, the way that the uh, the Rashbam. Explains here what is Kiddusha Rabbah. Why is it called Kiddusha Rabbah? Because he says Boipriya Gefen is used for so many mitzvot and so every sanctification, every mitzvah is always with wine, is always with Boipriya Gefen. So it's called the big Kiddush because you say it on every kind of mitzvah and every time, every kind of holiday, every kind of uh, mitzvah that you recite uh, that, that is special. You say it over wine. So therefore, the Boipriya Gefen by itself is called Kiddusha Rabbah. Other people say that it's sort of a euphemism. In other words, really, it's a very short Kiddush. We call it Kiddusha Rabbah as a, uh, you know, as the opposite of what really is. And, uh, uh, you know, and others say that no, because we said earlier that the kavod of the day is greater than the kavod of the night. It's called Kiddush Rabbah because the daytime is the more honored time of Shabbat, even though the nighttime Kiddush is actually more significant. It's the Deoraita Kiddush. It's the Kiddush that's actually welcoming the Shabbat, whereas the daytime one doesn't have the same significance. But Ravashi had a problem because they asked him to say Kiddush Rabbah and he didn't know what their custom was. So uh, he, he said, to, so the Havule, they gave him the cup. And Savar Mai Niu Kiddush Araba. I don't know what Kiddush Araba is. Right? I don't know what their custom is here. So Amar Mikhti Kolabachod Kulam Boy Praya Gefen Amar Boy I said, Look, I know that I have to start with Boy Praya Gefen. That's for sure. So I'll start with that. Amar Boy Praya Gefen. He said Boy Praya Gefen. Vagedbe. And he lengthened it out. He made it nice, nice and uh, melodious and beautiful. And Chazila Hahusa. I saw an elderly person, an older person who was leaning over, Degachin Vishate, who was going to drink. In other words, so he realized that that must be all there is to the Kiddush because he saw that as soon as he was finishing, that guy was waiting for him to finish Boy Gefen so he could take a drink. So that showed that obviously that's all there was to the Kiddush. So therefore, what did he conclude? He called, he applied the Pasuk to himself from Kohelet, that the wise person's eyes are in his head, meaning he he's, observes things closely, figures things out. And so by anticipating that if, if, Boy Prey Geffen was all there was to the, um, 
to that kiddush, then somebody would go to get ready to drink. He used his uh, observation of human behavior to determine that that's all the kiddush was. And, uh, and that's exactly what happened. And therefore he realized that their kiddush Rabbah was just boy And it's interesting that he entertained the possibility that they would say a full kiddush during the day. That's what the, that's what the Mephoshim here say. He wasn't sure. Maybe if they would say a full kiddush again during the daytime. But obviously that is not the practice. We just say boy The, the, uh, sons of Rabbi Chia said as follows. That's the version that we have in our Gemara that it says somebody who doesn't say Havdalan will say Shabbat can say Havdalah for the entire week. Now, how far is that? Until Wednesday, right? So that's the meaning really until the end of Tuesday. A person can say, can say Havdalah Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday. It's still considered to be after Shabbat. Okay, there is another version, another Girsan, the Gemara, that has the words, uh, kol that you can only say Havdalah on Sunday. You can't say Havdalah after Sunday. There is an opinion like that that is brought in the Rishonim also that doesn't say till Tuesday, but says only till Sunday. And there is some halachalimase implication of that because if there, if you can only say Havdalah on Sunday, then on years when Tisha B'Av falls on Sunday, we wouldn't be able to say Havdalah at all because by the time, by the time Tisha B'Av concludes, um, the time for Havdalah has already passed. And in fact, there are many Rishonim that hold that you don't say Havdalah and Motzei uh, Tisha B'Av even when it falls on Sunday. Our practice is that we do say it, but there were many Rishonim who opposed that and said that that was incorrect. In any case, um, uh, it's like the situation where Rabbi Zerah was sitting in front of Ravasi. Some say it was Ravasi who was sitting in front of Rabbi Yochanan. And he said, So they said, they have a rule with regard to gitin, with regard to divorce. I'll explain why, why it's relevant to divorce. But basically the rule is that Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, batar shabbata. That's called after Shabbat. And four, five, and six, and, and, and shishi. In other words, the, the, the Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday are called before Shabbat. In other words, once you get to Wednesday, you're pre-Shabbat. Sunday through Tuesday is called after Shabbat. Now, why is it relevant to gitin? Because we could give a get to a woman and make a condition and say, Oh, if I do such and such after Shabbat, then this get will be valid or this get will not be valid. And then we have, to, and then you did the thing, but you did it on Wednesday. So is that considered before Shabbat? Is that considered after Shabbat? So the uh, so it will be relevant for not really directly to the get, but basically to a person who makes any kind of a condition or stipulation um, based upon something being before or after Shabbat. What's defined as after Shabbat is all the way to Tuesday, and what's defined as before Shabbat is from Wednesday to Shabbat. So the uh, so the same thing with Havdalah, you're considered after Shabbat as long as you are not up to Wednesday. Yet. You're still but you're still through Tuesday. I'm Rabbi Yaakov Aridi, but but we don't say the. Um, we don't say a blessing on Boi Moi Ha'esh unless it's Saturday night. After Saturday night, because the whole reason why we, uh, why we, uh, say the Bacha, there are two reasons. One is that, uh, we weren't allowed to use the fire on Shabbat and now we're allowed to use it starting Saturday night. So that is already old news by the time you pass Saturday night. So it wouldn't make sense to a bless on the, on the fire after that. Another, um, another reason is that fire was created or light was created on the first day. Uh, and uh, Saturday night is, again, we're back to the first day of creation again. So it's only relevant to bless on the light on the first day, on Yom Rishon or Yom Echad, as it says in the Torah. And that would be, uh, that would be Saturday night. Now, so that's why if a person miss Havdalah on uh, Saturday night, they only say Borei Priya Geffen, actually. And, uh, and they say, um, and they say Hamavdil. Uh, they don't say the rest of the Havdalah, only those two things. Uh, are said if the person misses the timing of um, 
of uh, Saturday night. I, he, it doesn't mention here Bissamim, but if I'm not mistaken, also Bissamim, they don't say. Now it says, one second. Amarav, I, I want to look into that. Though. I want to double check on the, on the Bissamim, but I'm pretty sure that that's the case. Amarav, Rav said, if a person washes his hands, he cannot make kiddush. Now the question is, what does that mean? He can't make kiddush. So he, he came to the table and he forgot that it was Friday night and he's supposed to say kiddush and he went and he washed his hands for the bread. So now it says, he cannot make kiddush. So the question is, what does that mean? So uh, the Rashbam says that means somebody else has to say kiddush for him. It doesn't mean that he's exempt from kiddush because he washed his hands. It means that since he already uh, went and washed his hands, he should not interrupt by now reciting the kiddush. He should simply listen to the kiddush from somebody else and uh, and fulfill the mitzvah through that. But he shouldn't interrupt until after he eats bread. So they, so Rav Yitzchak Bar Shmuel Bar Marta said, it says here said to them, but uh, it, but in the Hagaot Abach it says Vechen Amar Rav Adabar Ava Amar Rav Natalia Adab Lo Yikadesh. So there's another person because to them wouldn't make sense because only one person spoke so far, which is Rav. So in the Bach's version, it should say another person also says Rav Adabar Ava said, and then Rav, if you washed your hands, you should not make kiddush. So there are two people he's responding to. He said to them Akatilo Nach Nafshed Rav. You, Rav didn't even die yet, and uh, you already forgot his teachings. There were many times that I was in front of Rav. There were many times that he wanted to have uh, bread. He was very hungry for bread, so he said kiddush on the bread. And there were many times that he wanted to, that he uh, was hungry for wine, uh, thirsty, so he decided to make kiddush on the wine instead of on the bread. In other words, he would alternate. And the Rashbam's interpretation of this is that it means since you see that sometimes you could say kiddush on bread, so that means that washing your hands doesn't necessarily pro- prohibit you from saying kiddush. You washed your hands. It's a, it's not an interruption to say kiddush after you washed your hands because if it were, then it would not be possible to say kiddush on bread ever because the whole long kiddush would be an interruption between the washing of the hands and the eating of the bread. So therefore, he says, you see from that, that not only if you washed your hands, is it not a problem, obviously, to say kiddush over bread, but if you washed your hands, it's not even a problem to say kiddush over wine because the kiddush is not considered an interruption between washing the hands and eating the bread. That's the way the Rashbam understands it. But the Rambam and some other Rishonim say, no, what it means is if you washed your hands, now you have to make kiddush on the bread. You're not supposed to now make Kiddush on wine anymore because you showed that really you want to have the bread and you don't want to have the wine. So you make Kiddush on the bread. But that's what it means. In other words, once you wash your hands, it's not that you can't say Kiddush. It's just that you have to say Kiddush now on the bread and not on the wine. And as we said, what it means to say Kiddush on the bread is you say Vaychulu like a regular uh, Friday night. And instead of saying the words, Borei Pregeven, you say Hamotzi Lechem in Aratz holding the bread. And then you say the entire Kiddush, the Asher Kiddush Arub Bitzvotav Varatzavan, etc., etc., and you eat the bread instead of drinking wine. If somebody eats before Kiddush, he can no longer say Kiddush. Now this is interpreted either to mean, as some Rishonim have it, that therefore he can't, if he ate already before Kiddush, then he does not say Kiddush until the morning. And in the morning, before the morning meal, he will say the full Kiddush. But he doesn't say the Kiddush Friday night because he already broke the rule and ate on Friday night without the Kiddush. That is a, that's one interpretation. The other interpretation is that it means that he can't say Kiddush now, but somebody else must say Kiddush for him because since he went ahead and ate before Kiddush, he kind of disrespected the Kiddush and now we don't want to give him the honor of saying the Kiddush anymore. What if a person ate Motzei Shabbat before saying Havdalah? Can he still say 
I say that says Ravuna uh, that if a person ate on Motzei Shabbat before Havdalah, he could still say Havdalah. It doesn't ruin the mitzvah. For Ravasi, Amar Tamei No Mavdi. And Ravasi said, No, if you eat, you cannot say Havdalah. And as we said before, there there's a similar opinion here. In other words, there's some who say that what it means is that he cannot say the Havdalah. Somebody else has to say the Havdalah for him. There's some who say no. It means that he has to say the Havdalah the next day. Um, it's, there's, there's some people that say that um, meaning he can't do it that night because he already ate for that night, and and therefore the Havdalah becomes uh, in, inappropriate. He has to say it the next day on an empty stomach after, you know, in the morning. Um, and there are some who say simply that since he said Havdalah in the tefillah and he ate after, uh, he ate before saying Havdalah on wine, it doesn't have any meaning anymore to say Havdalah. So therefore he wouldn't have to say Havdalah at all. So there are three opinions about how to interpret the position that Ta'am Eno Mavdil. But in the, at the end of the day, we don't hold like this anyway. We say that even if a person ate, they can still, obviously they're not supposed to, but even if they ate by accident, they could still uh, recite the the havdalah. So Ravasi Amar Tam Eno Mavdil, right? Um, that's so that's a machloket. We have uh, Rav Huna says that uh, if you if you had something to eat, you can you can still say havdalah. And according to Ravasi, you can't. Rabbi Rav Yirmiyah Bar Abba Ikla Ravasi. One time, Rabbi Yirmiyah Bar Abba came to the house of Ravasi, and Ravasi is the one who says that if you that if you eat something on Saturday night by accident, you can't say Havdalah anymore. So he went and he, uh, he had something to eat by accident. But they still uh, brought him a, a cup of wine and he said, Kidu. He said Havdalah. So his wife said to him, now this wife means the wife of Rav Asi, that uh, Rav Asi, who is the one who says that once you've eaten something on Saturday night, you can no longer uh, say Havdalah. So, so the wife of Rav Asi said to him, that the master, meaning you, she's talking to her husband, meaning you don't do this, you don't, uh, you don't uh, say havdalah in a case where uh, in a case where you've eaten on Saturday night by accident, you don't say havdalah once you've already eaten. You, you no longer say the havdalah in that case. So uh, so he so uh, he said back to her. Uh, Leave him alone. He's doing like his teacher. In other words, um, uh, so meaning that. Uh, Rav, in the, because Rav Huna was saying it in the name of Rav, and, uh, and therefore, it means Rav Yirmiya was, was doing according to, uh, Rav, his teacher, who, um, who said that uh, even if you eat something, you can still say Havdalah after you've, uh, you've made the mistake, uh, of eating. So, uh, <clears throat> Meaning that, so not that Rav Huna was the teacher of Rav Yirmiya Bar Abba, but that Rav was the teacher of both Rav Huna and Rav Yirmiya Bar Abba, and therefore uh, they got this from Rav, that even if you eat something, you can still uh, recite Havdalah afterwards, and that was what they, uh, that was what he did, even though he was in the, he was visiting with Rav Asi. Um, According to Rav, so Rav Yosef says, Shmuel said that if you eat on Friday night, you can no longer say Kiddush, and if you eat on Saturday night, you can no longer say Havdalah. And again, we just have to recall that there are three interpretations here. One interpretation is that it just means that, that it means you do it the next day instead. One says that it means that you, you can't uh, have it, do it yourself. Someone else has to do it for you since you ate already. And some say that it means that you're, that you don't do it at all. Um, now, Rabbah Amar Rav Nachman, Rabbah said Rav Nachman said Amar Shmuel that Ta'am Mekadesh Ta'am Avdil. So this is a uh, alternative report of what Shmuel said that no, if you eat something, 
you can still say Kiddush, and you can still say Abdallah. Amar Rav Rav said, We turn to Kuv Zayin Amud Alf, that the halacha is, that even if you ate something, you can still say Kiddush, and even if you uh, ate something on Saturday night, you can still say Havdalah. A person who did not recite Kiddush on Friday night can recite it the whole day, Ad Motzei Shabbat, until the end of Shabbat. Mishalo Yivdil Motzei Shabbat, Mavdil Bolech Kol HaShabbat Kulo. And a person who didn't say Havdalah on Motzei Shabbat can say Havdalah the entire week. Now that sounds like it means the entire week. We saw before that only up till Tuesday. And as I had mentioned, there are some that have the version here that says, uh, not Kol HaShabbat Kulo, but Kol HaYom Kulo. And, uh, and that's what actually Tosafot, um, Tosafot says here that... Uh, um, that it's going to be only all day. Here it says, which we said means only until Tuesday, not really the entire week. Um, when Amemar told over this teaching, he said it in the following language. First of all, the halacha is that if a person eats on, on Friday night before Kiddush, he can still say Kiddush. If he eats on Saturday night before Abdullah, he can still say Abdullah. Not only that, but somebody who didn't say Kiddush on Friday night can say it the entire day of Shabbat. And somebody who... Uh, who, who uh, did not um, say Havdalah and Motzei Shabbat, can say Havdalah the entire day. So uh, that's the halacha uh, that is brought in some Rishonim, and the Tosafot here brings it, and it says, B'sof miltegar sinan, mavdil v'olech kol kulo. Right? So he says that's what's the, the differences between the, uh, uh, he says, De'ilav achi, hainu l'shana kama. So the Tosafot says the halacha follows the first version that we can say Havdalah until Tuesday. And that We say Havdalah after the fast on Tisha Be'av that falls on Sunday because we don't say that Havdalah is restricted to only Sunday. We say that um, that uh, uh, that you're allowed to uh, say Havdalah all the way till Tuesday. And therefore, since Sunday night is still within the range, Havdalah is possible also on Sunday night after Tisha B'Av. But as I mentioned, it's a machlok bishonim. There are those who have the version of the text that, that follow this latter version of the text that says, Kol yom kulo, not Kol Shabbat kulo, and not half the week, but uh, really Kol yom kulo, only only Sunday. And therefore, they would say that Motei Tisha B'Av, they would not say Havdalah. So it's an interesting machloket rishonim. Nowadays, of course, the practice is that among almost everybody, I don't know if it's literally everybody, but almost everybody, that Havdalah is recited on Motzei Tisha Be'av that fell on Sunday. So Be'ezrat Hashem will continue from here tomorrow and I'll see you then.